Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 47, Text 51. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Katya Lalita Yodara Asalila Balokanai Madhya Kira Hitadiya Katam Tam Vismaram Vismaramahe Uddhava, how can we forget him when our hearts have been stolen away? by the charming way he walks, his generous smile and playful glances and honey-like words. I'm actually up to the next verse. He Nata, He Rama Nata, Rajanatarti Nashana, Magnam Udhara Govinda Gokulam, Rajinarnavat. O master, O master, the goddess of fortune, O master of Vraja, O destroyer of all suffering, Govinda, please lift your Gokul out of the ocean of distress in which it is drowning. Omegana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksuran Malatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Vanshakalpa Turugyascha Kripasindu Vayevacha Patitanam Pabhanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare So, greetings from Govardhan. What a wonderful place Govardhan is, isn't it? And it's developing into such a vibrant community. The other day I went to see, I went to see um, uh, the retreat center that Bori John Prabhu and um, Satyanandana Swami are making. Unbelievable, 21 acres. And they have maybe, a hundred guest rooms, a huge pavilion. And you can see how something is built when Krishna wants it. 
In fact, when Gurungadas, who's a great manager, came there and he saw this land that they were getting and they were constructing, and he saw Sachinandana Swami and Burijan, like kind of like Brahmins, and knowing what it means to construct things in Govardhan, you know, the land and the thing. In a very nice way, and Burijan relates it's funny because. You know, Bori John, me and him are from the same town, so we don't dress flashy. <laughs> you know, you never see us with the pressed silks and the, you know what I'm saying? We never have iron clothes, you know? <laughs> it's so Grunga does, it's not an offense, but it was kind of a joke. He said, You can't even put on a dhoti. <laughs> you can't even put a dhoti and you're going to build this big project. Right? It's just practical. How, you know, Borijan doesn't pay. He's, he reads the books and studies all day and Sachinandana Swami, Baba, the holy name. <laughs> you can't even put on your dhoti. <laughs> and then five years later, Gurangadas meets me at the Rathiatra. I didn't know he said this before. And he said, I can't believe it. I was just there and they're building this big place. 21 acres. Incredible. Um, interesting. So, and then I went with Bhakti Began Goswami to his place. It's interesting that the Brahmins are doing it. <laughs> Krishna is doing it. Borijan's secret is he, did, he didn't do it for himself. That was his secret. It was Krishna's desire. He didn't make it for himself. He, he not even having a room, not even have his own room. And he gave the example I said before of Ramesh Baba's Goshala with 30,000 cows. And the head of the thing, the head of the Goshala doesn't take one drop of milk because he doesn't want to be motivated. <laughs> so that, that type of mood, it's amazing. Then he went to Bhakti Vigyan Goswami, amazing. 4,000 trees and they're growing so lush. And this Anupayani, his disciple, very spiritual, transcendental young lady who's a PhD in gardens and landscape. And, you know, she speaks and it's, and then she said, she saw my place. She said, um, you want us to get some trees for you? Yeah, the next day. You know, is an appointment. What kind of trees and this? If it's too covered, the mosquitoes will come. You want this type of variety or that type of variety. So I feel like me, it may not be a big thing. I also can't put on my dhoti, but, <laughs> but at least I <laughs> at least I can get a garden. <laughs> so it, it's just nice to see here in Brudge the and Govard on the community. And that means. So many Vaishnavas will be here, so many talks, some classes, some kirtans. So Govardhan's really, and our place here is, is, is it's very nice. And uh, I have some nice people staying. And then this morning, we had a very, very auspicious and beautiful initiation ceremony, mother and daughter. Chai Jagannath came and led a kirtan that was absolutely, wasn't it out of this world? 
It was so beautiful, Chai Jagannath's Kirtan. We had a little ceremony and it was, it was very beautiful, suspicious. And it's unprecedented in Braj at this time, but there's monsoon rains. I've never seen it before. Monsoon rains. So I think that was also auspicious because you know it just cleaned everything. And of course, in Vrindavan, you can't you can't be disappointed about the external. It's raining, it's not raining, it's hot, it's not hot. That's about you. And you don't come to Vrindavan or Govardhan when it's about you. If it's raining, it's because Krishna wants the rain. Maybe. Giriraj wanted a bath. <coughs> and you're all going to complain because there's a few puddles. <laughs> it also made it very cool and the breezes are so nice. So we're having, it's a really deep spiritual. Vaisheshika Prabhu, Havi, Bhagavad I saw it today. Harikata going on, people taking their Kartik Vratas. Yeah, and I always mention Govardhan's the spiritual world because no one has a job. <laughs> the only place in the world where no one has to work. Some people work, they go around Govardhan and they're professional eaters. <laughs> and they get 10 rupees wherever they go. So let, let's get to this... Um, Let's get to this story now. Oh, so what I'm mentioning, I'm a little out of it, intoxicated. But what I'm mentioning is, is I've been doing this story every day, so I'm a little bit ahead of where you are. So I thought I would summarize it. And I want to begin with Uddhava because it's Uddhava coming to Vrindavan. And he, he described, and, and he has two missions to pacify the gopis and to understand and demonstrate, to understand that the gopis' love for Krishna is the is Twasmin Parma Premarup, it's the highest form of love. Not only to understand that, but to teach that by his own example of being humbled by that love and his own ability to understand it and bring it back. So he had these four qualities. So, because Krishna had to pick someone for this service. For these two reasons, he had to pick someone. So every, so one, he, he's Bodhisattva. He's the most intelligent person. You have to, a lot of things you have to consider at once when you do this. You have to consider the, you know, the feelings of the gopis. You have Krishna's message. It, it's a lot to assimilate. It's an immense task. And he's, so of course you need someone who's intelligent. You need someone who's intelligent who can communicate the message. You need someone who's very intelligent who can understand it. You need someone, someone very intelligent who can conceptualize and express it. So the most intelligent person. And he's a direct disciple of Brihaspati, so it means he's the most learned. 
So he has to have some kind of frame of reference to understand what's going on. Because it's a new subject for him. Krishna Prem is a new subject for him. But still, whenever you understand it, it, ha it you have it, a good teacher is one who goes through your own frame of reference, how you understand things and expands it. That's why we like a teacher. They're going to teach us something. It means we don't know. But the way they'll do it is they'll work through our own. They'll go, they'll go through our own frame of reference. So, come on in. Is your chair is waiting, or whatever. I go. Yeah, the seats. So I said, you want to sit there? She'll throw the seat back. So he he has to be extremely learned because he has to have some frame of reference to understand what they're doing. Even though it's it's a, it's it's something beyond his experience. He least has a frame of reference to understand that this is real. And it's also important that he's the most learned person because that demonstrates how high the gopis, what the gopis have are. And we mentioned that before, that if just an ordinary person went there and said, wow, look at the gopis, it doesn't mean anything. But when the topmost person goes there, when the topmost person, in other words, who's a connoisseur of, of, of knowledge, and, and what kind of knowledge? Behospity, spiritual knowledge, what is advancement? That type of person, when he goes there of that caliber, and then he comes back and says, this is the topmost thing. And then he, he, the other quality is, is that he's the dear to Krishna. So with, without that type of quality, he, he, he can't be trusted with that message. Nor will they have the frame of reference to understand it. It has to be given to you. And that also serves that, that second part of the mission. Because here it is, the person who's beloved of Krishna, the most advanced devotee in the context of, of Dwarka, and he goes, it's not just anybody, and he goes and he says that this is the top. And then he also has a PhD in psychology because he's the topmost counselor. So he has to have a certain kind of deep emotional intelligence to really understand their minds and how to express it. So, what I'm doing now is because I have, I went ahead, now I have the class, I have to bring it. So, so then he goes and he gets a hint of the level of the love when he comes to Nanda Maharaj and Mother Yasoda, because some Acharyas describe the condition of their house that it's practically in all these years, it hasn't been cleaned, this cobwebs. It's in other words, they can't function. And then 
we had this interesting point that we, we were discussing that he, when you try to pacify someone, the first way you try to pacify someone is by kind of basic spiritual knowledge, like analysis that, that your problems are perceptual and not actual. Because this is the way the mind works. It's all the mind. I remember one time somebody came down that I knew to Shamashram and they were very disturbed in mind. Very disturbed in mind. They practically didn't come out of their room. But they came to see me somehow. And then they came to see me and I was, it was a yoga teacher training. And then they sat after I was at Jai Jagannath was doing the yoga sutras. So it was very philosophical and very analytical. And I saw she sat for the whole thing. And then she got relief and she came back and she looked at me because she was suffering with all these problems. She said, it's the mind. <laughs> it's the mind. It's really happy. It's, it's really a relief to abstract yourself and understand. I know we all have a particular type of karma. Like I, I know one type of impulse I have is I never like to leave my room. <laughs> but sometimes I'm supposed to leave my room. <laughs> so it's not reality. Our, our karma and our samskaras dictate a certain vision that's not reality. But if you get philosophy and you, you can understand, you can abstract yourself, then you don't have to identify with it. I, I, I spoke about that yesterday when I was, I had my, my, my COVID karma, but it wasn't COVID, it was some other sickness and I ever got sick before. And then uh, Professor Matthew Dasty sent me a book on the Stoics, on Epicetus. You ever read the Sto Stoics, Mukundavari? I should get you this book. They're really powerful, you know. And then there was that one quote, and it was like happiness and distress, health and sickness, slander, praise, it all comes from God, so why should we care? So, in, so all our problems are perceptual, they're not actual. So, so if you get a, 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 an understanding, you realize it's not a problem. And I always give the classic example of the biggest, there's a book written by this guy, Ernest Becker called Denial of Death. And he describes how so many of the problems, ambitions and entanglements we get is because we're in this conception <laughs> We're in this conception that, that the body is the end of existence. And it creates so many, and he, he described this called denial of death. And then when I read that, I, I came up with that, what's the greatest problem? Death, and what is death? It's the illusion of non-existence. The whole Bhagavad, you wanna be free from fear at the time of death. So, so there's this, Analysis, this understanding. What does a psychologist do? It, a, a good psychologist, what, what it helps, helps you to do, it helps you to um, 
understand what's really happening. You know, to understand, you know, to put it in a proper perspective. So anyway, but it was interesting that the commentators, we discussed this before, they say, because it went on all night. And then finally, it went on all night. And finally, what happened is, is that Nanda Maharaj, the, the Vrindavan woke up. And when Vrindavan wakes up, what do they wake up to? And I described before, what does it wake up to? If you ever go on Parikram early in the morning, there's kirtan, there's incense, it's, it's devotion. So it's very, very powerful when people wake up. So what did the gopis wake up? They're cooking, they're singing for Krishna. They have bang, it says you can hear it. And all of a sudden you start hearing the cows and the cow pails and the bulls and the mooing. So then they realize he spent all night. And what was Nanda Maharaj trying to do? What was Uddhava trying to do with Nanda Maharaj? What he's trying to do is, um, by Brahma Gyan, he was trying to kind of bring him to a, bring his prema down, like to a level of just understanding and just so that they won't die. Because later what the gopis are gonna say if, to Uddhava, we had about two more days and if you didn't come, we'd die. So then after that, what happens is, um, so Uddhava goes to see the gopis and then what he sees is absolutely the highest form of love. And he can understand this, Divyan Mata, where they just, uh, Jalpa Prati Jalpa talking mad and then a bumblebee comes and Radharani is talking to the bumblebee that that's a messenger of Krishna. And then all these symptoms of the intensity of romantic disappointment and transcendence and, and the feelings. And, and Uddhava is just sitting there and watching this and understanding that this level of absorption and, and that's what prema is. Prema is sandrandana visheshatma. Sundra means like a piece of metal. It has, there's nothing in between. So what prema means is that the love is so thick, there's nothing else in the consciousness. Bhava, Bhava is like the sun rays and prema is like the sun. It's the same thing, but prema is condensed. So there's nothing in the consciousness. And the example of prema, interesting. Anybody know what the example of prema is in, in the uh, Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu? You mean the person? The example they give. Is it, the, is it yeah. When, when, when it's discussed in the first wave the, of, the, of the Bhagavatam, the fourth, the, 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 the Eastern division, the fourth wave is prema. You know what the example is? Bhishma. Bhishma, yeah. yeah. Why Bhishma? Because that person who fought in so many battles, that person who fought in so many subjects, if 
nothing, just like fixed his mind on Krishna at the end. So that's prema. It's so intense. So um, this kind of spiritual disappointment and it's just he just saw this, this like Krishna, 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 Krishna. There was nothing else in their consciousness. It was, so th that's prema. And it was really such an, and he can actually understand it. And then what Uddhava did is the first thing he did is he, he glorified this. Is what you had, what you was, what you have and established there's no one else that ever had this before that I could see. So what you have is the, is, is the highest thing. What you have is the highest thing. And then um, he says, now I'm going to deliver the message. And again, Krishna's message initially is very philosophical. But actually, it's prema. It's just like when he, when when the gopis left, when the gopis went to, they when the gopis initially went to the forest to see Krishna, he preached karma yoga. You know, you should be responsible, bon ashram, and do your. But what does that do to the gopis? It just increases their their love. <laughs> they become so angry. You know, what is this? When 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 Narayan's devotees surrender to him. He accepts them, and you won't accept us. Krishna says, "Okay, you know, you've seen the forest. Now go back. It's a little dangerous." So now he gives Gyan, but it says the prema just digests it. And then Krishna, oh, but the actual fact, he said, the actual fact, the real reason why I left is to intensify your devotion. And then he gives the example of, of, of a woman separated from her lover. And he gives the example that um, what's in the mind is closer than what's in the eye. So that's the fact. And, and we were discussing yesterday if we want Krishna, what do you think? We're going to go someplace or we're going to change our consciousness? Krishna is there in the consciousness. It's not a physical distance from Krishna. And it's a fact. I think it, 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 it's even described later that that's what happens, that he's there in the consciousness. And then, then he says that, um, and then he describes that although... Although I'm closer when I'm in the mind than I'm in the eye, but when you have me in the mind, I'll also be present. And that's Krishna consciousness. When you have me in the mind and your mind is absorbed and you're free from any engagement and you remember me always, then I am there. Then I am there. And then he gives an example. The gopis that were prevented from coming. He gives a practical example. The gopis that were prevented from coming. Krishna manifested so intensely to them per personally. 
And then the other example is the same thing that happened that when the wives of the Brahmins went, the ones that were kept back are the ones that achieved the, 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 the presence and the eternal association of Krishna the most intensely. Um, okay, so that's basically what we're at. And then each gopi began to speak something. And, uh, and then they started talking to Uddhava, you know, of, you know, Krishna and he's with the Imatara. And then they become so frustrated that in this verse, they just start talking to Krishna directly you know, relieve our, our distress in which we are drowning. Relieve our distress. And intelligence won't work. Intelligence won't work. Why? Because you've stolen our intelligence. You've robbed us of intelligence. We're completely mad. Intelligence won't work. And, and I think that's even a practical example in the world. If someone, I remember one time, I was like, before the Bhakti Center, they were on like 4th, 4th Street. They had a little apartment. And Satchinanda and Swami was there, I was there, someone else, and these people were asking questions. And one lady, she's actually a Bengali lady, but she was really upset. She was really upset about the role of women in ISKCON, like really upset. So I, you know, said some answers and then afterwards Satchinandana Swami came to me and said, you can't deal with emotional problems by, by philosophical answers. It just doesn't work. So it doesn't work. And it doesn't work for them. It actually works, but it works in another way. It gets them so upset that they keep on like, they become even more intense. You're saying that because you experience trying to answer your wife intellectually and she got more upset with you. And you're shaking your head. Doesn't work. So that's what's happening. So anyway, we'll just relish the verses now. Si sukha uvacha tatastha krishna sandesha yapeta viraha jora uravam pujyam chakrur kanvatmanam madokshajam. Sukadeva Goswami continued. Lord Krishna's messages have relieved their fever of separation. Having relieved their fever of separation, the gopis then worshipped Uddhava, recognizing him as non-different from their Lord Krishna. And how is he non-different from Lord Krishna? He's not different from Lord Krishna because he's the message of Krishna is not different than Krishna because Krishna is absolute. 
So when he delivers the message of Krishna, they experience Krishna. That's the whole idea with the Bhagavatam. Anybody who's studied the Bhagavatam, it's not ink and paper. The books talk to you. That's why you can read them many, many times. And I've had I had this experience where, anyway, the experience I had is that sometimes you see something in the Bhagavatam that you haven't seen before. And that no one ever said to you before. It, it, it's, it's alive. It, it can respond because it, it's personal. That's the whole idea. And that's why people like Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur, how did he write, and, and Rupa Goswami, there's only five chapters of like 200 verses of Krishna and the gopis, and Radharani's name is not even mentioned directly except Aniyaradito Nunam. How did they write thousands and thousands of books? Srilin Ryamarj once told me that Vishnu Chakravati Thakur used to pray to each word. Yeah, and volumes of meaning would come out. And you have that experience. Um, anyway, I don't know if it's before, but I, I was reading the Bhagavatam. And then I realized, and I didn't see it written there, but the first time that you see Krishna in the Bhagavatam is exactly the first time that you see him in the Gita. You don't see Krishna in the Bhagavatam till the seventh chapter in the chariot. The first time. So I thought, wow, I never heard that before. And what's the significance of that? The significance of it is that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. And he doesn't have a position there. He's the driver. I think it's significant that he's the driver. <laughs> because before that, it says, Ete chamsa kala pumsa Krishna's tu Bhagavan swam. Krishna is the supreme. But where do you see him? He's the driver. He's not the supreme position. He's serving his devotee. That's the supremacy of God. The supremacy of God is his love in his heart. That's why Krishna is called the Kila Rasam Rita Murti. That's the, I, I make this point, what, what is the full manifestation of person is, is, is his love, his relationships. What you are as a parent, a, a child, a son, a daughter, a lover, a friend. But that doesn't manifest when you, you have a high position. So the full manifestation, Krishna Bhagavan Swayam, the original personality of Godhead, he'll manifest when he doesn't have a position. So the first time we see him is on the chariot in both places. I remember I had this point, and I, when the first VIHE we did in, in, in New Jersey was the first one. And there was one guy that was so sincere that he would drive a taxi all night, and then he would come all day for the classes. And he was a very like humble guy. 
And I kept on going off, you know, some I get carried away and I say, and the driver is the lowest position in society. The driver is the lowest position in society. And I was making the point. And Krishna became the driver, it's the lowest position in society. And then I look at him in, in this corner, the driver, and he goes, yeah, 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 it's the lowest. So the book speaks to you. So he's not different. He's because he's Krishna's representative. And Krishna's main manifestation in this world. It's like if you're speaking to someone on a phone, it's it's very personal. Tene Brahma, Krishna is speaking his words and they're coming. He's delivered Krishna's message. So they worship him because he represents Krishna. He represents Krishna's love. He represents Krishna's words. So they, they worship him. Uvasa katichin masam gopinam vinudan sucha Krishna lila katam gayam ramayam asagoklam. Uddhava remained there for several months, dispelling the gopi's sorrow by chanting the topics of Lord Krishna's pastimes. So he stayed there. Thus, he brought joy to all the people of Gokul. He also went to the parents and he just spoke Krishna Kata, Krishna's pastimes. Nam, Rup, Guna, Lila. Krishna's there in his, na in his name and, and then he's manifest. If Krishna's not different from his name, he's not different from his form, he's not different from his qualities, but he's certainly not different from his pastimes. <laughs> So he started to explain the pastimes. Imagine Uddhava. And what Uddhava literally means in Sanskrit is one who gives great joy. So this is how you give great joy. The pastimes of Krishna. Srila Prabhupada told this disciple Vishal that if you want to be happy, read Krishna book every day. So... And all the words are so nice, right? Krishna Lila Katam Gayam, singing. Ramayam Asha, he gave joy, Gokula, to the residents of Gokula. So not just the gopis, but everyone was hearing Uddhava's Krishna Kata. Yavant Yahani Nandasya. Rajay Vasit Suudava Rajao Kasam Shanaprayam Asan Krishnas Yavartaya. All the days that Uddhava dwelled in Nanda's cowherd village seemed like a single moment to the residents of Raja. For Uddhava was always discussing Krishna. I think there's some commentary, but I'm not sure. It's that they just entered into the pastimes by hearing the pastimes. And when, and when you're absorbed, there's no time. 
Time doesn't exist in the present. That's why when you're focused on chanting, it goes really quickly. But when you think when I'm going to finish, it, time becomes impressive. So time doesn't exist in the moment. So when you're actually focused on something, you transcend time. You actually, you, reality is eternal. So when you actually meditate and actually focus your mind, you enter into a higher level and you, you don't experience the oppression of time. So they just became completely absorbed. Srid Vani Giradronir Viksham Kusamitam Druman Krishnam Samsmarayam Reme Haridaso Rajaukasam. That servant of Lord Hari, seeing the rivers, forests, mountains, valleys, and flowering trees of Raja, enjoyed inspiring the inhabitants of Vrindavan by reminding them of Lord Krishna. So this is one of the symptoms of Baba. Vishwanath Chakrabarti Thakur says that anybody can imitate, you know, external ecstatic symptoms, but internal symptoms are, are bhava, are much more difficult to manifest. And what are the internal systems? You're actually detached, you're free from pride, abhyaktat kalitvam, well, that's external, but, you, but you're engaged in Krishna's service every moment. And one of them is, is you have great desire to see the places of Krishna's pastimes. I remember going on Gormandal Parikram, and it was kind of like getting towards the evening. And then someone mentioned to Sachinandana Swami that, I don't know, some associate of Krishna, something in the fall. And I saw him in the night, like just run off to this place. I thought, this is Baba with all the cobras and Navadweep. I'm going to run in the dark in the, the woods to see the. But he was just going. Sridhar Swami points out that Uddhava wandered about Vrindavan. He reminded Vraja's residents of Krishna by asking them questions about the pastimes the Lord had performed in each of these places, namely the rivers, forests, mountains, and valleys. Thus Uddhava himself enjoyed great transcendental bliss in their association. Yeah, like that's what it is. What happened here? What did this place happen here? What was the pastime that happened here? Okay, one more verse for today. Drisvaivam arigopinam krishna veshatma viklavam uddhava parama pritas ta namasyam idam jagao. Thus, seeing how the gopis were always disturbed because of their total absorption in Krishna, Uddhava was supremely pleased, but disturbed means just separation. So it's actually a manifestation of their love. That's love. If they didn't like care, what kind of love would that be? But they were really disturbed. They're remembering Krishna. Desiring to offer more respects, he, he, he sung as follows. 
In other words, you saw they, they, they attained the highest state of loving ecstasy. And then it said that although he was like the highest, most important minister in, 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 in Dwarka, he felt urged to offer his obeisances to the gopis, although they were cowherd girls and insignificant and living in a small village. So to explain his feelings now, he has to sing because when you, when you have appreciation, it's expressed. That's what kirtan is. Kirtan is, is when the, the devotion in the heart is expressed by the discipline of music. So he has to glorify them. He's going to have to express himself. And I mean, when there was a Rajasuya sacrifice and then Yudhisthira wanted to establish Krishna, who was a, a Gwala, Gowala, you say it fast, it becomes Gwala. The person who takes care of, you see the people who take care of the cows and brudge, you know, gumshes, and it's just so simple. Mm -hmm. And then you, in the Rajasuya sacrifice with, you know, the chief personality, and then Sishapal became so upset. How can they do this? So Krishna's a coward. These are cowherd girls and Uddhav is going to glorify them and offer their obeisances. The person who is Bodhisattva, the most intelligent, the person who is a direct disciple of Brihaspati, the person who is the chief minister of the country and the topmost devotee of Krishna outside of Vrindavan. And he's going to glorify them. And then there, there comes that, that famous verse. If you ever go to Patiastan, you see that they worship the dust of, they constantly are, and they sift it. Yay, I'm sitting down, I got 10,000 steps that went off. That's how I get it. And I, I, you know, I just went to their, their guru and I just asked him, you know, what's this place is about? Because they're sifting the dust, they're, they're, they're worshiping the dust of Vrindavan. It says that you get prema in Puri by the Pasadam, prema in Mayapur by the Kirtan, and prema in Vrindavan by the dust. So that famous verse, then he quotes it, that Uddhava just sees. The reason why they always say lotus feet and worship the feet, why it's, why it's such a, a expression of respect, because the feet are the dirtiest part of the body. Like the lowest caste is the cobbler, the shoemaker. What's the shoemaker? What's the Hindi for shoemaker? Mochiwala. The person who deals with the dirt. You don't go, you, you go in a temple, you take off your shoes, right? If you, if you step in something, it's bad. If you sit in something, it's worse. If you fall flat in your face, it's even worse. So the feet are like really the lowest thing. So when you worship the feet, it's an expression of the person's greatness that he's so great that the feet it means 
That's why we say Padasevan, or what is Padasevan? It's one of the nine items of devotional service. What does it mean, worship the feet? It means humble service. What is Padasevana? You want to do Padasevana? You sweep the dam. That's Padasevana. You, you do Dandavat Parikram. That's Padasevana. That's one of the items of devotional service. It means something that expresses your humility and devotion. So he prays, let me be like a grass. So this Acharya is saying, let me be a grass. Let me be, you know, a shrub. Let me be the dust. So they feel that this is so glorious because it says that Krishna, and why not? Krishna has stepped on every single piece of dust in Vrindavan. How can he not? How can he not pick every flower in Vrindavan? How can he not? Why shouldn't he accept the offerings of everything? And why can't he do it? So they have that sense. Okay, Jamunajaya, why don't you say hello to people? Are you here still? Or you kind of go and do your work? You're not here? Oh, she's usually here. Now people will be shy because she usually starts it. <laughs> Mukunda, what um, what points today? Well, main points that uh, one is that we deliberating for a few days already that you cannot uh, satisfy the emotional demand with philosophical response. And this is one of the things which Sadhu Maharaj taught me by his example. He always he has kind of mystic city to you know shelter people's emotions. Yeah. When any any person, any kind of person, doesn't matter, man, woman, whatever, any kind of emotion, he just somehow takes it takes it serious and reflect and the person is satisfied and then you can talk into intellect you know so that's that's very practical point for the service and for communication in uh, devotional society because actually we have a lot of emotional problems Sometimes even more. No, I think more. I just think the world, the world is, you know, the world is without fathers. The world is without mothers. Yeah. This world, you know, it, it's there's bound to be so much, yeah, distress and and some scar. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's a good skill for leaders, you know to really give shelter to people, to people's emotions in a like so you right say, way. So you said Uddhava wasn't really that expert. I, I guess was, so. He, yeah, he, that's he, what we discussed yesterday. He, he was not up to the standard <laughs> of, this, of, of association <laughs> he faced. But, but these are the things that he accomplished. Um, I, I wrote it down. This is what I, I'd say. One, that um, it keeps it hidden, but at least he did that. You know, it's prema because Krishna is doing it in a way to invoke their prema. Like you said, it's more emotion 
if someone comes with you with their problem and you 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 try to answer it intellectually, their problem only intenses. Yes, yes. So by Krishna giving the gnan, it only intensified, right? It only intensified their, their feelings. That's one thing. And um, so it was actually Prema. And then he was attempting from his own side to reduce their Prema by just bringing them to a more intellectual platform. And that's also Prema, because what's he thinking? These are Krishna's associates and I have to serve them. So it was actually his, he was doing it in a mood of bhakti because he was just trying to pacify them. And then um, the other thing is, in the, in the story of the Bhagavatam, and I mentioned this many times, Brahma Gan deals with Aishwarya. Krishna's, you know, a part of Brahma Gan, at least for us, is that the understanding of Jnana Shunya Bhakti, Jnana uh, Mishra Bhakti, the understanding of God's greatness. So it's interspersed in the, in the Bhagavatam. And I mentioned that in Raghavatman Chandrika, how Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur explains that in Krishna's pastimes, there's a little Aishvarya comes up to the surface and he describes it's like boiling milk where you put straw in so it doesn't boil. You don't see it for about like three seconds and then it comes up. And the idea was, is that Aishvarya, it, 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 in Krishna's Leela, it keeps it from being just mundane. In some sense, it just it's it's not licentious, it's something else. It also inspires the mood of service. But what's kept in their mood of service, it never covers their prema. It just gives them the mood of service, even more service. And we described before, my son, the president. It's never covered that feeling, but it enhances it. Um, and anyway, okay. Um, well, let's see. Now, I think Jamuna Jaya left a note that she had to leave, I'm sure of it. Um, Okay, thank you for class. Okay. Um, okay, uh, anybody like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah. Can I ask something? I'm afraid. <laughs> so, this is so easy. So I'm uh, going back and forth with Uddhava because <clears throat> on the one hand, the gopis were upset with him, you know, and but on the other hand, he, he represents, he embodies Krishna's message, and so they also love him, you know. So is it that what's what's their position with him? Do they go back and forth with him, or what is it? You mean sometimes they're upset with him, and sometimes they're happy with him. Yeah, I mean I don't know because they, they are upset with him because they're, they're you know he's trying to philosophize when they're in separation, but at the same time, you know Urva represents Krishna because he's you know he's the message as you were saying, just like they're the also, they're is also the message. Upset with Krishna. Say again. They're also upset with Krishna. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah. it's both he they're having both emotions simultaneously, isn't it? No, it may rotate. It's uh-huh. described like, like an ocean, it's a wave, and another wave may enhance the wave, and then another wave may crash the wave, but it just creates more turbulence. And in that level, it just creates more devotion. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, Maharaj, I told you. That was easy. Thank you. <laughs> Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishore Radha. Happy Kartik. Hi, Bo. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemarata Radha. Hare Krishna, everyone. Hi, Bo. Okay. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday, let's talk. Anybody else say hello? Yes, Maharaj. Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Thank you, class. Okay, Isabel. Hello, everyone. Hare Krishna. (laughs) Isabel, I got your letter. I'll respond soon, okay? Thank you, Maharaj. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thank you so much. Hey, Kalachandji. You know Kalachandji? Kalachandji is the author of Ayendra's biography. And still alive to tell the story. (laughs) I can tell you that. We'll see you soon, okay? I can't wait. Thank you. And you'll have an email in five minutes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's great. Okay, hi, Bo. Great to see. He's going to come. He's going to stay out here, actually. Have you met Kalachanji? Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you very much for the class. Yavad Sundaris. Yavad Sundaris. Hare Krishna, everybody. Okay. Nice to see you. Anybody else want to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Why are you not covering Hare your Krishna, head? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inside the house, Maharaj. Okay. Yeah, I'm just a little worried about you. You're like revolutionary. I'm, I expect you to be uh, swinging the thing around, throwing it in the fires. Okay. Anybody else say hello? <laughs> Hello, Maharaj. Good to um, good to see you back in Govardhan, Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Uh, I owe you a letter to just work out the final accounts. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's working. We met. It's nice. It's nice. Okay. Thanks, Maharaj. Come, come again. Okay. I'll come soon. Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Thank you. Hey, anybody else? Hey, Krishna Gamaraj, Kalkavinda. And Braja, thank you for class. Thank you for class. Hey, <laughs> Paul. Hey, Krishna. They're cool. They're real cool. They're the coolest. <laughs> <laughs>
And there really are. Okay, anybody else say hello? Anybody else? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Namasaki here. Hare Namasaki, Hare Good. Any, one more person? Anybody else? Kathleen, why, why don't you say a lot of sh Oh, Kenshin and Krishna. Hare Bow. Hare we just asked if you're here. Are you back in Vrindavan? Yes, Maharaj. I heard you got drafted into the Russian army. That's not true. <laughs> well, <laughs> somehow you got out. They, they, they rejected my application. They thought this guy can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're supposed to come here for Kirtan. We'll talk about that. Mukunda Murari. Yeah, Jai Jagannath came and led Kirtan today. He's on fire. It was. Mukunda, wasn't it one of the most beautiful kirtans? Oh, yeah. It was just special, right? <laughs> His path was just amazing. I'll call you up soon and we'll talk and we'll, you know, I may have. Okay. All right, well, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay. Thank you for class. Hello, everyone. Enjoy. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Namasaki is here. Haribo. Haribo. I have a really bad connection. I, I couldn't even listen uh, to your class properly. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's how it is now. Ooh. You know, yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Thank you anyway. Thank you so much. All right. One more person. Okay. We'll end now. <laughs>